On February 18th, the U.S. Citizenship Act of 2021 was introduced in the House by California Congresswoman Linda Sanchez and in the Senate by New Jersey Senator Robert Menendez. The White House first announced the reform bill on January 20th, which was the first day of the Biden administration. The bill is 353 pages long. It contains sweeping provisions that, if passed, will overhaul many parts of the U.S. immigration system. Hello, and welcome to the Legal Immigrant Podcast. My name is Diane Williams, your host and a U.S. immigration attorney at Diane Williams Law. This is Episode 8 Immigration Reform Bill Update. Earned Path to Citizenship and Repeals of Certain Inadmissibility Bars. The Immigration Reform Bill is big and bold. It seeks to give certain undocumented immigrants a path to becoming U.S. citizens, address the root causes of migration and manage the southern border, and reform the immigration system. Although the bill is bicameral and was introduced in both the House and Senate, it is not bipartisan. In the Senate, the 21 sponsors are all Democrats, including Mr. Menendez, Chuck Schumer, Amy Klobuchar, and Elizabeth Warren. There are no Republicans sponsoring the bill. In episodes 6 and 7 of the Legal Immigrant Podcast, I gave an overview of the proposed changes to the law. In this episode, I'll talk more about the earned path to becoming a citizen for certain undocumented immigrants who have been present in the U.S. on Or before January 1, 2021. I'll also discuss the proposed repeals of the 310 year unlawful presence bar, plus the permanent bar due to illegal reentry under INA 212A9, and the false claim to U.S. citizenship bar under INA 212A6C2 for persons under age 21. In this episode, I'll focus more on these provisions instead of try to cover every section in the bill. Title I of the bill provides an earned path to citizenship for certain undocumented immigrants who are physically present in the U.S. on or before January 1, 2021, and certain persons who were removed from the United States on or after January 20, 2017. The bill provides amendments to Section 245 of the Immigration and Nationality Act, 8 U.S.C. 1255. Which covers adjustment to permanent residence within the United States. Section 1101 of the bill adds a new section, 245B, adjustment of status to eligible entrants to that of lawful prospective immigrant, or LPI status. LPI status would be granted for an initial six years and may be renewed for another six years if the person was in the U.S. on or before. January 1, 2021, and has no lawful immigration status. The eligibility requirements include clearing all criminal and national security background checks at the initial filing and when filing for the extension, submitting an application, paying the application fees unless exempt from fees, being physically present in the U.S. when the application is filed, and having continuous presence in the U.S. on January 1, 2021. Until the application is approved. If you are outside the U.S. due to a removal order and departed on or after January 20, 2017, but you were previously inside the U.S. for at least three years prior, you may seek a waiver to return for LPI status. 
The waiver is based on humanitarian purposes, to ensure family unity, or to further the public interest. Separate applications are not required for the spouse and children of the applicant who meets all the requirements for LPI status. If you are granted LPI status, you will receive a social security card, employment authorization, and a travel document. Persons with this status may travel outside the U.S. for no more than 180 days in total in one calendar year, with limited exceptions. They may also enroll in health plans under the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. The status may be revoked if, for example, they commit certain criminal offenses that make them removable from the United States. Section 1102 of the Reform Bill adds a new part to the INA, that is 245C, Adjustment of Status of Lawful Prospective Immigrants. This allows an LPI to apply for permanent residence and become a green card holder at the five-year mark. To be eligible for permanent residence, LPIs must clear all criminal and national security background checks, submit an application, pay the application fees unless exempt from fees, have been a lawful prospective immigrant for at least five years, remain eligible for the status, have not been continuously absent from the U.S. for more than 180 days in any calendar year since becoming an LPI, with limited exceptions, and have paid all federal tax liability. The spouse and children of the eligible applicant may also apply for adjustment to permanent residence. In short, LPIs have an eight-year path to becoming a U.S. citizen. The reform bill would allow certain undocumented immigrants to first apply for temporary legal status, that is, lawful prospective immigrant status. Then after five years, they may apply to become a permanent resident or green card holder. Then after three years of permanent residence, they may apply to become a U.S. citizen. The bill also contains new provisions on adjustment to permanent residence for certain non-citizens who entered the U.S. as children, including holders of DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrival, as well as those with temporary protected status and agricultural workers, the DREAM Act for DREAMers, American Promise Act for TPS holders, and Agricultural Workers Adjustment Act for farm workers were smaller proposals incorporated into this big bill. Other major proposed changes involve the inadmissibility bars. Under current law, Section 212 of the Immigration and Nationality Act lists the various inadmissibility grounds that bar a person from receiving lawful admission or a visa to the U.S., either as an immigrant or non-immigrant. A person is ineligible for LPI or permanent resident status under the proposed sections of the reform bill if they fail the criminal or national security background check. They are also barred under the following inadmissibility grounds listed in Section 212 of the existing INA. Certain criminal offenses like crimes involving moral turpitude, controlled substance violations, and controlled substance trafficking under 212A2. Security-related grounds under 212A3, smuggling of non-citizens under 212A6E, avoiding military service or evading the draft under INA 212A8, engaging in international child abductions under 212A10C, and renouncing U.S. citizenship to avoid taxes under 212A10E. 
The reform bill, however, is more lenient with persons otherwise eligible for LPI status or permanent residence through this path. The bill expands relief from certain inadmissibility bars. It creates waivers based on humanitarian purposes, family unity, and the public interest that do not exist under current law. You are not eligible for immigration benefits under the proposed new section of the reform bill if on January 1st, 2021, you are a lawful permanent resident, a refugee or asylee, a non-immigrant in lawful status or in a period of authorized status, with certain exceptions like spouses and children of the non-immigrant in lawful status, persons engaged in essential critical labor or services during COVID-19, persons in H-2A status, and TPS recipients. A person paroled into the Commonwealth of Northern Mariana Islands or Guam is also not eligible for these new benefits. Section 3104 of the Reform Bill is titled Promoting Family Unity. It calls for a repeal of the 310-year unlawful presence bar under INA 212A9B and the permanent bar under INA 212A9C. Under current law, INA 212A9B states that a person who was unlawfully present in the U.S. for a period of more than 180 days, but less than one year, and voluntarily left the U.S. prior to the start of removal proceedings, is inadmissible for three years. A person who was unlawfully present in the U.S. for one year or more is barred for 10 years. Under current law, Intended immigrants may apply for a Form I-601 waiver if they are the spouse or son or daughter of a U.S. citizen or permanent resident who would face extreme hardship if they are not admitted to the U.S. Non-immigrant visa applicants may apply for a 212-D3 waiver, which has more flexible standards, but is still not easy to get. Without the waiver, the applicant has to wait for the 310-year bar to expire. The reform bill seeks to amend Section 212A9 of the INA to not include the 310-year unlawful presence bar at all. In addition, current law INA 212A9C creates a permanent bar for an applicant who was unlawfully present in the U.S. for an aggregate period of more than one year or who was removed and then re-entered or attempted to re-enter the U.S., without lawful admission or inspection. This law is meant to deter illegal re-entries to the U.S. Under current law, a person with a 9C bar must wait more than 10 years outside the U.S. after the date of the last departure to request a consent to reapply for admission, which is commonly known as the I-212 waiver. Without a CTR grant, a person who is subject to the 9C bar may not receive any visa or lawful entry to the United States. The reform bill seeks to amend Section 212A9 of the INA to exclude this permanent bar altogether. Persons who were deported and then unlawfully re-entered the U.S. before January 1, 2021 may apply for LPI status under the reform bill. The reform bill has no provision to repeal other inadmissibility bars under INA 212A9. Non-citizens would still be subject to the 5-year bar due to expedited removal order and the 10-year bar due to removal order by an immigration court or failing to comply with a voluntary departure grant. 
They would also still be subject to the permanent bar due to an aggravated felony conviction. Persons would still need a consent to reapply or an I-212 waiver for the 5-year bar, the 10-year bar, and the aggravated felony bar. Section 3104 of the Reform Bill also seeks to amend INA 212A6C2, which makes the person inadmissible, and INA 212A3D, which makes the person removable, from making a false claim to U.S. citizenship to gain benefits under federal or state law. It carves out an exception for an applicant who was under the age of 21 years old at the time of making the misrepresentation. In other words, a person would not be inadmissible or removable if the false claim to U.S. citizenship was made before age 21. Under current law, there is no waiver for this permanent bar. This reform bill contains big proposals to benefit many non-citizens seeking to become permanent residents of the U.S. But it has yet to become law. The bill is supported by and championed by the Biden administration, but it will need to get unanimous Democratic support and at least 10 Republican votes in the Senate under current Senate rules. The Senate now has a 50-50 Democrat-Republican split, To move forward, the full legislation might have to be split up into separate smaller bills or get added to the budget reconciliation process. This reform bill will have to go through subcommittee hearings and markups before it is sent to the full committee for a consideration. Then it would have to make its way out of the committee to the floor for a vote by the House and Senate. Both chambers have to agree to the bill before it is sent to the White House for the President's signature. Separate bills have already been introduced that would legalize DREAMers, farm workers, and TPS recipients. Bills that pass the House in the last session can be taken up without going through committee hearings and markups. On February 8, a Republican staff report was released by Representative Jim Jordan, Ranking Member Committee on the Judiciary U.S. House of Representatives, and Representative Tom McClintock, Ranking Member Subcommittee on Immigration and Citizenship, House of Representatives. The report voices opposition to the Biden administration's immigration proposals. The comprehensive nature of the bill and the big changes proposed will make it harder to get the necessary votes. Moderation might be needed, especially when Democrats have only a slight margin in the House and a 50-50 split in the Senate. Vice President Harris has a tie-breaking vote. Even if the law is passed and signed by the president, it may take up to a year for the new rules to be drafted, and it will take some time for the new application processes and forms to be rolled out and implemented. The applicant will also have to gather documents, including evidence of identity, proof of physical presence in the U.S. for a period that is required by law, and supporting records for any waiver of inadmissibility that is needed. If you already qualify for another way to immigrate to the United States, such as by employment-based immigration or by legal bona fide marriage to a U.S. citizen, it's better to use the existing path instead of wait for the results of this reform bill. You also must avoid deliberately falling out of status or illegally re-entering the U.S. in the hope that you'll become eligible for LPI status or other immigration benefits that have yet to become law. Unlawful presence and illegal reentries to the U.S. continue to have serious immigration consequences 
unless the law is amended. The full text of the reform bill is available on the main sponsor's websites. Links to the bill are provided in the show notes. The Legal Immigrant Podcast provides general information only. It is not legal advice for your specific case or situation. Immigration laws, regulations, policies, and rules are always subject to change. To schedule a consultation on the immigrant visa or green card process or waivers of inadmissibility, you may contact me through my website at dianewilliamslaw.com or email me at info at dianewilliamslaw.com. Thank you for joining me, and stay tuned for more updates on the next episode of the Legal Immigrant Podcast. Podcast.